Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for this morning. So today we are in Matthew chapter 16, and today we're just going to read two verses, verse 24 and verse 25. Then Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. Yeah, if you'll remember yesterday, we talked about Peter had just said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And then Jesus starts talking about going to his death on a cross. And Peter says, that's never going to happen. And Jesus says, get behind me, Satan. And then he just one ups it here. He goes even further. He says, not only am I going to die, but if you want to follow me, you got to take up your cross. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. And whoever loses their life for my sake, we'll find it. So this is part of the gospel that I think we have a hard time with. And it, it's this idea of paradox. Uh, a paradox is two things that don't really go together, but they do. Uh, and so it, looking at this, what does it mean that Jesus says, if you lose your life, you'll find it? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. If you lose your life, you lose it. Um, and, and taking up a cross and following Jesus... We have, we've kind of been insulated to this phrase because we wear little crosses around our neck because the cross has rightfully so become the central image in Christianity. And so there are beautiful crosses, there are ornate crosses, there are giant mahogany, you know, wood crosses in, in the places that we worship and they are beautiful. But for Jesus first hearers, for these disciples, it'd be like saying, Anybody who wants to follow me, just get ready to get in that electric chair. Um, you're going to be crucified. You're going to be executed. And so I'm sure the disciples are scratching their heads. Here they were. They thought they were following the Messiah. Peter's just said it. And Jesus says, yeah, you got it. And they thought the Messiah was going to bring them into this new kingdom and overthrow Rome and everything was going to be great. They were going to be on top now. And um, all of a sudden, you know, Rome was going to have to grovel to them. And Jesus is helping them understand that that's not the way his kingdom works. His kingdom isn't like all the other kingdoms or else it'd just be another empire. Right. So so Jesus is trying to help them understand that my the way that I am leading is very different. And we talked about yesterday that it's self-sacrificing love. And really, there is no other kind of love. If you love someone, you will sacrifice for them. If you don't sacrifice for them, then it's probably not love. And so self-sacrificing love is the way of the gospel. Jesus first and then us second. Uh, we follow the model of our teacher. We are disciples. We follow in the disciplines of the master. And that's what it means to be a disciple. Uh, and so this is the way of the gospel. And it's hard to understand because what does it mean? We just 
We lose our life. That's what the gospel means. That sounds painful. It sounds difficult. And yet Jesus always says his yoke is easy. What in the world is going on? One of my favorite sayings, and I heard it from Richard Rohr, but he may have stolen it from someone else, is the entire purpose of spiritual life is to help you learn to die before you die. And that, once again, sounds weird. Uh, how did we die before we die? But it means to die to everything so that now you're free to live. So you die to all your selfish ambition, all your desires, all the things that you think are, are important. And as you die to them, then you surrender yourself to the things that God wants. And they're very different things. We often want, you know, we want to be in control. We want to be the master of our own life. We want to do what we want to do. We want pleasure. And, and then, uh, you know, when we die to all that stuff, then what we see Jesus leading us into is uh, service, laying down our life, putting others before ourselves, which is the way of love. It's self-sacrificing love. And uh, Jesus' example was that he actually laid down his life. So every week in my church, we receive communion, and that symbol is very powerful. Uh, it's really powerful in that there's a, a loaf of bread and it's broken, and, and then there's this drink that's been poured out. And so Jesus was broken and poured out for us, and that's how we are made right with God. But there's also a picture that we also are the body of Christ. And we say this is the body of Christ. The, the New Testament teaches we're the body of Christ. So we should be broken and poured out for others throughout the week. So as we receive the broken and poured out body and blood of Christ, it also tells us what living in this kingdom actually looks like. And it looks like being broken and poured out for others. John 3.16 has been like the gospel in a nutshell. You know, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. But I think John, 1 John 3.16 might be the gospel in a nutshell even more. Because it says, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. And we ought to also lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. So the shape of the kingdom is self-sacrificing love. These disciples, they want power. They want to be in control. They want to be on top. And this is not the kingdom Jesus is bringing. And so he says these shocking things like, you want to save your life, you have to lose it. It's a paradox. It's hard for us to wrap our heads around. You got to chew on that for a while. But ultimately what we learn is, and we let go of all of our selfish desires and we die to ourselves, then we are completely free to live for God. So we do find our life on the other side of that death. Uh, this is what a lot of people have called full surrender. Uh, in my circle of holiness, we talked a lot about that. It's letting go of everything to receive all of God. And that's what the dying looks like. Not that we physically will die, although some of the Christians who have gone before us have been martyred, have died. But that we die to ourselves. We take up this cross, we, we lay aside all of our selfish desires so that then we can receive the fullness of what God has for us. And then we live it from a heart that is free. 
not bound by some rules or because God said do this or you're going to get in trouble, but because we have given all of ourselves to God and let go of our own desires so that we can receive fully the life that He has for us. And Jesus promised it would be a life to the full. So today, maybe just start with some small surrender. Maybe there's some things that God has been kind of tapping on your heart to say, you need to let go of that and let me uh, fill you with my spirit uh, so you can receive all that I have for you. And maybe that's just the beginning point for you today. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor, rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day. Thank you.